This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Donald Trump likes the idea of being ultra MAGA, so I'm not even sure that that kind of phraseology works. I don't understand why you can't just call, uh, you know, call them what they are, which is authoritarian and some would argue, including myself, fascist. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, God. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Who the hell was that, Chris? Radio Sun. What? Some guy with a funny accent. I don't care. He's full of crap. And we're going to talk about Trump and the Ruskies and how that is falling apart, that whole idea that uh, Trump colluded with the Ruskies uh, back in 2016. It's all a bunch of crap, but we knew that. In fact, that's what the former president had called it after his, his impeachment trial was over, right? Just a bunch of BS. You're not hearing about this story too much, are you? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi. How are you guys? Are you ready for another full week of radio fun? Of zany hijinks on the radio? Speaking of zany hijinks, phew, man. Over the weekend, we uh, had to fill up both uh, both of our vehiculars. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what kind of vehiculars we have. I have a really cool car, and my wife has well, a slightly older thing. It's not as fancy as mine. But I'm famous, so i got to have a fancy car. Right, and that's a that's a pretty sick whip you got back there, pal. The sick whip? Yeah, I walked by it earlier, and I'm like, man, I'd like to drive that. i got a cool car, man. Yeah. But i tell you what. If we, I were uh, driving this car, the ladies would be lined up for a mile and a half. I wanted to go for a ride. They're always bugging me for rides. I'm like, no, nah, I'm married. Can't do it. That's my wife in the jalopy right over there. So I... <laughs> But I'm not going to tell you what kind of cars we drive, but I, you know, I got a smaller, it's not a huge car. What do you call that? Midsize, Chris? Or Don? Was that a midsize, what I got? Or is that a small car? I don't know. That's even, a midsize. That's a midsize. Yeah. My wife has, uh, like an SUV type thingy. Okay. And we, uh, we had to f- fill up both vehicles. I mean, she works from home mostly, but she has to go in once a week and, uh, she has chiropractor appointments, stuff like that. My stepdaughter drives a car around town. Uh, and I, uh, you know, I, I drive in here now every day. So I go through some gas in my dinky little car or midsize car. And we put get, we both run E so we could kind of get a decent gauge for how much it's a hundred bucks to fill both cars. Now I know if you have a big honking F-150 or whatever, you're probably paying that. Right. I've, but for me, and f- we've never paid that much to yeah. fill up those two vehicles, man. I filled up my Tundra a right? couple of weeks ago. And it was $85. God. 85 bucks. And the price has gone up since then. Damn. You know, and the reason I didn't, you know, because I don't go that far. Right. You know, I, I come here and I go home. Right. And then I barricade myself in my house. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, if I have to go in, I usually just walk, you know, and everything's within walking distance. Right, right. Um, but and still. then, of course, you know, we have the other vehicle, which is electric, but still, you know, 100 bucks. 100 bucks, you know, bucks right. You know, to, that's crazy. 
For two vehicles. For two vehicles. That used to be my gas budget for a month. Well, I yeah. I mean, I used to be able to fill up my car last uh, you know, summer or whatever. When I forget what I got. What I, I've had that car for a little over a year, I guess, or a year and a half or something like that. 20 bucks, 25 bucks yeah. would fill that whole damn thing. Right. Now, it's fifty. It's pretty much an even 50 bucks, and my wife's car costs about 50 to 60 bucks to fill her car up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's, you know, that's... W- Combined with the fact that now the groceries are costing a little bit more, you can tell that. Right. Because we buy the same crap every two weeks. We buy the same stuff. We get the same stuff. And uh, my wife's noticed that the price is going up in the stuff that we buy. Mm-hmm. So she's going into apocalypse mode. She's like, you know, filling the freezer, filling the pantry with stuff. Get so, you, you know, if, if, you know, World War Three happens or the, the economy goes blanks up, you know, we'll have food for the next five years. She's just packing stuff away, man. Right. Because it is pricey. It's not cheap at all. And then I got me some crawdads on Saturday, and they was a little pricier than they had been, and they was dinky. They was small. That's it was like, it was like picking cockroaches, man. It's late in the season, too. They should be They should be huge. Large. They was dinky, man. They're dinky little boogers, man. I was like, wait a minute. I want some. No, I didn't go to my normal place. Oh, Normally, we go to H-E-B. Because we like we've start we've discovered we like to eat crawdads at home. We, we live right down the street. They're hot, but we got the H E B on uh, on Saturday, and I didn't. You know they've been sitting in the cooler there for a while, so I made the judgment call. Well, let's go to this other place mm-hmm. because they'll be fresh and hot. And then we get home, and they was fresh and hot, but they was like the size of damn marbles. It was like <laughs> it's like trying to get the meat out of a wood tick, man. It was they're just tired, <laughs> tiny little damn things. Cost a little bit more than what they normally would cost, or what they have cost in recent years. So, I'm just cheesed off in general about the the economic situation, well, and it's not getting any better anytime soon. You know, he was angry about the gas, but now you're messing with his crawfish. You start you start messing with my mud bugs. And now we got a problem. And you know, old Sean's keeping his powder dry. You know, I'm digging tunnels. You know what I mean? I'm I'm I'm, I'm going for bear. I'm ready to go to battle, man. I'm like, now you've crossed a line. Okay, you, this shall not. <laughs> You've gone too damn this, far. This will not stand. Okay, fifty bucks for a tank of gas. All right, but man, now my mud bugs is tiny and they more expensive. I don't think so. Revolutions have begun over such things. Anyway, so that's my weekend. Two one zero five nine. I will not go quietly. <laughs> As you stand by and shrink my crawfish to the point that I can barely see them. Give me mud bugs or give me death. <laughs> Jeez. 210-599-5555. Ain't life, ain't life a bitch for Sean Rima. Four score and seven sucked heads ago. <laughs> Isn't that like a first world problem, you know? Right. My crawl dads are a little small. I don't understand why my crawl dads are so small. Why must I suffer like the rest of these average peasants? Okay, the little people don't suffer this badly. Why must I suffer? Let them eat tiny crawdads. Let them eat tiny crawdads. <laughs> Let them suck the heads on tiny crawdads. <laughs> I want what's coming to me. All right. 21059. I don't know what the hell this show's about. Off with their sucked heads. <laughs> God. That didn't sound right at all. Not at all. Uh, that sounded, I, I am that sounded really wrong. I'm intrigued. What? What, the crawdad situation? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sticking with H-E-B from here on out. I'm going to get my crawdads at H-E-B. That's just the way that's going to be.
at H E B. You won't be sneaking off to buy them from someone else. No, nope. yeah, that's the last H-E-B. time. Last time, you know. I hope, Sean, that at the end of the day, you've learned a valuable lesson <laughs> to be loyal to H E B. That's what you get to the Butt family. H E B. They're far reaching. They wow, are. It's a powerful group right there. Stands for heads even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> See how you are. God, make hey, got some big heads over there at HEB. No, make him stop. God. Uh, the other thing I did for the, this weekend, and then we'll talk about some, I guess, news, uh, is I, uh, I I went to the, uh, my wife is volunteering at the, uh, the San Antonio Book Festival. Right. All right. Did you bring some of yours with you to autograph? And- well, Gennaro, the guy that every time he calls up, Chris plays a bong hit noise. Mm-hmm. He showed up with one of my poetry books, and I signed that. Uh, but man, it, but man, that's. Let me tell you something. When you're at, when you're at the San San Antonio Book Festival, I mean it's cool, but you're just surrounded by liberals and communists. They're just everywhere. Liberals and communists, man. All over the place, man. And they're all masked up. It's 105 degrees. And they're all wearing their stupid masks. Because they're freaking liberals. Anyway. And you're out there in one of your stocking caps. I'm out there in my cowboy hat and my boots. Well, no, I was wearing my flip-flops. Uh, back off, communist. Out of my way. I can tell you're a communist by the fact that you're wearing that damn mask. But it was cool. I had, you know, it was a good time. Nuremberg was there, but I didn't. I didn't go up to him. I thought, why, why bring down the room? I was going to buy one of his books, but I didn't. I came real close to buy because the judge wrote a book right. about the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Ron wrote the forward, right? And he was there. It's really kind of weird because my wife was volunteering where the authors were signing their books, mm-hmm. and Nuremberg was there, and I was sitting under one of the tents because I couldn't. I couldn't breathe. It was hundred degrees. She's like, Nuremberg's here signing books. I'm like, well, I think I'll just stay right over here then. I don't want to. I don't want to disturb the moment. You know what I mean? Right. Not but, that but there was a bunch of a moment, but it was very gentleman of you, of you to let them have their. No, I, I just couldn't freaking walk. Okay, it was a hundred <laughs> degrees, and I couldn't make it over there. Well, anyway. you know, you should have called me. We should have called I, you. I would have gone down there. Gone down there and interviewed him or whatever. Yeah, and... I would have said, hey, Ryan was right over there, and he wants to talk to you. <laughs> what a great conversation that would be. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rima who? <laughs> Who's this Rima of whom of which you speak, Don? Because I know who you are, but I don't know who this Rima person is. Oh, you know. He's dead to me. What? <laughs> you know, man. Oh, you know, that's that guy on the radio, Ron, that makes fun of you all the time. Oh, oh. I sign your book, Ron. It's all right. Me and these other two people want to buy your book. You can sign it for me. Okay. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, I'm Steve Dietrich, and I was the world's greatest intern at Waterman Broadcasting, and I'd like to congratulate KTSA on 100 years and still going strong. And we're back. 924 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. I'm Sean. How are you? Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Week two of uh, this trial uh, with uh, uh, former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman continues today. 
This is about uh, how this Russian collusion thing happened with the Trump campaign and the Hillary Clinton campaign. And uh, they're talking to a bunch of FBI guys now at this point. Uh, the the big story from last week uh, is when uh, former Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook uh, said under oath that Hillary Clinton herself signed off on this business of tying Donald Trump to this bank uh, in, in Russia uh, ahead of the 2016 election. Knowing that it was bullcrap <laughs> when, when when she when she signed off on this, in other words, it was a a dirty little trick. Uh, and uh, but you know the FBI was involved, and uh, that's a bozo no no. That, that's illegal. It's so this is uh, this is what this is all about. But it's just interesting because we we pretty much have proof uh, that first off that this was you know bullcrap. To use uh, to paraphrase Donald Trump's words after the his impeachment trial was over, it was all bullcrap. And the fact that Hillary Clinton signed off on this bullcrap and uh, sicked, if you will, the FBI on the Trump campaign is that a word? Sicked, set the FBI. I don't know. Weaponized the FBI. That's a word we used earlier. Against the Trump campaign, that's you know that's it's not how this is that's that's wrong. It's illegal. It's but the, no, you're not hearing anything about this, are you? Trump was talking about it over the weekend. He was on Fox News Digital uh, over the weekend. Called the uh, the uh, the idea of uh, the Trump campaign uh, hooking up with Russia uh, one of the greatest political scandals in history. Quote: For three years, I had to fight her off and fight those crooked people off. And you'll never get your reputation fully back. Where do I get my reputation back? Uh, Mr. President, your reputation is fine with the people that love you. Because we all knew it was bull crap, too. Uh, as far as this, uh, this, uh, <laughs> this, this Robbie Mook, watch your back there, brother. Watch your back. I, you know, she is a horrible human being. She's a scumbag. Hillary Clinton is a lying, corrupt scumbag. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, and uh, and Bill Clinton is a is a lying, corrupt scumbag and a sexual predator too, allegedly. They're 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 freaking awful, scummy people. This story should be huge. This story should be massive. This. You're, you're telling me that this is, uh, yeah, you could, if you know anything about Watergate, yeah, it's the same thing, really, except on a larger scale, and that she weaponized basically the most elements or large elements of the FBI. It wasn't just uh, G. Gordon Liddy and some weirdos breaking into an office. Right? This was ongoing. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Well, it's not that they don't care. They don't want to report on it. They don't want it out there. Because the media, being the uh, propagandist pimps that they are, just went with the story the entire four years. And uh, now that we pretty much have proof, even though we, I feel we had, we, we had proof during the, uh, the impeachment trial or the impeachment investigation, that the, this was a, a lie and a corrupt action by one campaign to destroy another campaign. And that's not how things are supposed to work in America, baby.
And it's funny when you look back on the Watergate, folks, uh, the Watergate scandal really was the beginning of investigative journalism, true investigative journalism in this country. With a certain generation of journalists that came out of college in the in the mid to late 60s. They wanted to fight the man. They wanted to get to the truth. Carl Bernstein, Woodward and Bernstein. And uh, that was the beginning. Geraldo Rivera came of age in that uh, in that time frame. And they were going after the corruption in government, man. The very same people, and not maybe not exactly the same people, but the same ethic, the same crowd, if you will. Okay, when it's their president or their candidate, you know, they turn their backs on the truth and they don't want to hear about it. They don't want to report it. They don't want you knowing about it. In other words, the the ideology that Bernstein and Woodward came out of are only that when it's the opposition as far as going after the truth. All right. When it's their folks uh, in office and in power and uh, their folks are, if you will, the establishment, or when they're the man, then all that crapola about investigative journalism and getting to the truth, no matter where the truth leads, just goes spinning down the toilet, doesn't it? Like a floater. It really does. You probably didn't hear it. Well, you, you probably did know about this because you're a talk radio audience and you do a lot of reading on your own. But the general public, they don't know anything about this. They don't know. They care more about freaking Johnny Depp than they do about this. This, in a sense, is Trey was right. This is bigger than Watergate because you had uh, aspects of the FBI that were uh, set upon the Trump campaign. It wasn't just some dudes paid by a slush fund. I got to take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll talk to Elvis when we get back. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, it's 940 on a Monday. I'm Sean. A busy day ahead of me. i got to go to the chiropractor. Got to get my beard trimmed. Got to get my nails done. 210-599-5555. And uh, I, I have to explain. So it's a spa day for Sean. It's a maintenance day. We're, we're in that day and age where you say, i got to get my beard trimmed and my nails done. Well, my, my wife last night said, my wife actually does my nails for me, and she said last night, you know, I never thought ever that I would hear myself say the words, honey, I'll do your na- nails for you later on. It's like, thanks, baby. Wow. That's why I love you, baby. That's true love right That's there. true love right now. You, you did my nails. A, you got yourself a keeper there, I Sean got myself Ryder. a keeper. You yeah. done did my, it's $40 to get these damn things done if I want to do it normally. Right. Plus a tip. Plus a tip, because my nails are black like my soul. Anyway, so the other thing I was, uh, we got a big picture here, and i got to explain this really quick, because I keep thinking there's somebody standing over there in the producer studio, but yeah. there is nobody over there. Right. Um, there's a massive picture on a canvas of myself, Trey, and Jack from several years ago when we did some kind of, of, of an event together. We don't do stuff together, the three of us, very often. And it's massive. It's like the size of a widescreen TV. It's like the size of a drive-in movie theater screen. Yeah. And we're, we look really stupid. We got our thumbs up. We're like big, stupid grins on our faces. Mm-hmm. 
And I had, uh, I just saw the, the general manager go by. I, I, after I got out of the hospital, because I, I sent you, I sent everybody that I wanted to thank for their support. You know, these, I love doing these photographs on canvas mm. pictures. Right. Got you one. I got Chris one. I got Trey one. I got you, Jack you know, I one. Didn't, I didn't get that one. You didn't get that one. No. Well, and I sent one to Greg, our PD, you know, of a picture of he and I from years ago. Right. And I, and I wanted to send our general manager, Lance Hawkins, a couple of pictures. Well, frankly, by the time I got to Lance, you know, I had some serious morphine going. I was on some pretty high-powered narcotics at the yeah, time. Right. And so I didn't really pay it as much attention to the size of the canvas. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first saw it, I'm like, holy crap. I don't, can I afford my car payments? Is that, did I buy that? Because it's massive. It is huge. They're like, we're life size. I keep thinking there's somebody standing over there, and it's me. No, I can tell. You must have ordered mine early in the in the process. Right. Because the, 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 the print that you sent to me is not that large. No. And it makes sense, because it's it's the day that I got married, the, the, you officiated yeah. the ceremony, and there's... There's you, me. The wedding party, yeah. Chris, my wife, our friend Kareem, and our friend Bill O'Neill. Right. And we're all standing there looking like we're having a good time. <laughs> Except if you, if you look at the photo real close, you notice Rhyma's got a cigarette butt in one hand. <laughs> a Bible in the other. A Bible in the other. Bible in a ha- one hand and a cigarette in the other. Because I'm the Reverend Damn Sean Rama. Get a, get a witness. But and then I sent I sent Chris I sent you one. Uh, there was a the day we all went craw- got crawfish at Willie's at one day. Yeah. Because you were there, yeah, and we were, uh, we were all together, right? That was in New Braunfels. That was in New Braunfels. Willies in New Braunfels. But again, the 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 hydrocodone really must have started kicking in when I ordered Lance's pictures because I don't know. I sent him another one. I don't know how big that one is. He's probably got that one being you know lifted out with a crane. Yeah. The other one I sent him, but he put it in here, so we have to look at it. It was a gift for him. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd hang it in his office. Well, this so is, he could be remember. We could he could think about the fine air staff that he has here. But this is his building. Oh, it's his building, right? No, he, he put it there so we have to look at it. He calls the shots. He put it there so we have to look at it. Well, he's sharing it with you because this is his. That's his wall as well. So. You, you got me there. It all belongs to him. But the problem is, is what? that it's so large. And every time we look over, we think that there are people standing I think somebody's standing there. (laughs) My wife's other going, that's why we couldn't make the mortgage payment that month. Mm. It's fun stuff, that morphine. That's why we're living on no brand beans. Here's Elvis. Elvis, what do you want? What do you want, Elvis? What's going on? Speak. I was just trying to figure out why the wife comes into the garage Friday while I'm building an engine, and she asked me, what channel is the Johnny Depp trial on? And I said, it's right next to the one with the Russian collusion. And she goes, what channel is that? And I went, aha. (laughs) Now, you notice media is not even covering the black guy killing all the white people or uh, attempting to kill the white people on the subway. And yet we're covering the white guys shooting on the black people up in Buffalo. And all of it is trumped out by the coverage of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Absolutely. Because that's important. Absolutely. Who dropped a deuce where? Unbelievable. (laughs) Thank you, Elvis. Rock on. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. 
Hey there, it's Lars Larson. Glad to celebrate 100 years of service on News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Phone <laughs> lines are open, 210-599-5555. Oh, holy crap. Now what, the monkey pox? Oh, i got to worry about the monkey pox? Monkey pox. President says we should be concerned about the monkey pox. The World Health Organization says we should be concerned about the monkey pox. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm poxed out. I'm, I'm just, I'm not, you know, this. Now, I mean, we've been saying for a while now, you know, whether on this show or on Where and Rima, that that they're they're going to try to cheat the midterms somehow. I, I don't. Personally, I don't think they're going to pull it off. because It's one thing to cheat a, a presidential cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm just using my simple cave-dweller brain here. That you know, if, you're, if you're trying to cheat your way through a, you know, through a, a presidential election, you only got to focus on one person, right? You only got to screw up one person's campaign. If you're talking about cheating the midterms, you got to you got to cheat a lot of different contests. So I, I, I mean. I just, I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off, and I think people are too way too pissed off right now. But I don't know. Maybe the pandemic. Uh, I don't know if the COVIDs ain't ain't going to. They figured the COVIDs ain't enough, so they got to throw in some monkeypox. I'm fairly certain I'm not going to catch monkeypox. I I think you know why. If you Google it, on you can tell you can learn more about monkeypox. It's not something I think I'm going to have an issue with. But I'm not. I'm not. Chris, are you worried? I'm not worried about the monkeypox. I'm not. I'm not I, come on. First off, it sounds silly. I know people get like big, you know, roiling pustules of <laughs> things and crap. I, it's, I'm not saying it's a it's a fun thing to get. All right. I just said pustules. But holy crap! After the past three, four years. You know what I mean? You tell me I now have to wake up and worry about monkeypox. You know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, so if, you, if you're worried about the monkey pox, you know. I did. I still I saw a lot of people at the San Antonio Book Festival who are it's They're in the open air and they're wearing masks. Sandra Cisneros was there. Uh, I got about 10 feet away from her. And she had a mask on. And if you if you wanted her to sign your it's public and I'm not telling tales out of church here because you know everybody was there, but if you if you wanted Sandra Cisneros to sign the book you you, you had to have a mask on too. She was it was a big she was big into the mask, so you couldn't really even see her. She looked like my mother in law. I couldn't even tell it was her, you know, because of the mask. I was like, oh, there's my mother in law. I'm like, oh, it's Sandra Cisneros. Oh, okay. See, I was at a concert Friday night, and I think out of the you know nearly twenty thousand people there, two people had a mask yeah. on. Well, but you know, these were downtown liberal types. They were all liberal. I was surrounded by liberals and communists at the uh, San Antonio Book Festival. How'd that make you feel? People wearing skinny jeans. How'd that make me feel? Yeah, very powerful. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Well, I I was in Austin for this concert. Oh God, didn't see a lot of going on, but I did. I did see. I saw more fights than masks. <laughs> that. 
Austin, man, you're either getting beaten up or you're getting robbed or you're slipping and sliding in hobo crap. That's really what it is. Here's the thing I notice. People, as they get older, people our age in their Mm -hmm. 50s or whatever, you still can't hold your liquor. (laughs) And you still can't fight. Stop it. This is true. You look like an idiot. This is true. We just got done spending three hours with, you know, the the epitome of chill bands, and you want to fight out in the park. Who was it? It was the Doobies? It was the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles, right. And we're leaving, and there's all these fights going on. Tell people breaking out in fights at a damn Eagles concert. Eagles, you know, it's like that's like that's like getting into a rumble at a John Tesh festival. You know, what I mean, what do you? It's the yeah. freaking Eagles, man. It ain't Motorhead, right? Get a grip on yourselves. It was ridiculous. Wow, yeah, it was a good concert though, wasn't it? It was really good. Yeah. You know, kind of killed the killed the vibe as we were walking out. But the fights. Well, that's Austin. You know, they're the tolerant crowd. <laughs> you can't handle beer, don't drink beer. If you can't handle $15 beer, then, uh, you know, just uh, uh, do some crystal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, Sean. It's a little cheaper. That's some advice from Sean. Do some crystal. Yeah. Or high-powered narcotics, hey. such as myself. Anyway. Um, 50 bucks for three glasses of beer? There you go. Yeah, some crystal meth instead. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? No, do IV morphine. <laughs> IV morphine. And get, yeah. the, get the insurance company to pay for it. Right. Even better. Hey, if your insurance free co- buzz. Huh? If your insurance company can pay for your buzz. <laughs> then you winning. You God go. bless America. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah! I'm going straight to hell. Woo! I'm going to hell. Oh, before we break, we'll talk about some more news stuff uh, next hour. But can Tom Cruise just settle down, man? I just lost two minutes and 15 seconds of my life watching the next Mission Impossible trailer. Can that guy just settle down? What do you mean? He's got the Maverick movie out now. Yeah, it's this weekend. Is the, yeah, the and the, they just dropped the trailer for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. And he's riding a motorcycle off the side of a cliff. Tom, just settle down for a little while, okay? Just settle down, man. Do a rom-com, buddy. You know what I mean? Cause he, can he get over the fact that he's short? Dude, you're short. Learn to live with it, okay? You're a little guy, but you're a freaking movie star. Just relax. Settle down. You had me at settle down. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got the need for settling down. Well, every freaking movie, the guy's going to hang off a freaking missile or fly a jet plane or jump his ass off a cliff. And it's like, man, just stop for a maybe, little while. Maybe you'd enjoy it more if it were a movie about him going to an Eagles concert, doing some crystal meth, and getting into a fight <laughs> in the parking garage. That would be more interesting. He'd have to do some acting. He'd have to do some freaking acting, man. Dude, can I get another bump? I'm Tom, I'm Tom Cruise. We represent the Lollipop Guild. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. You are? That's the commitment we made. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oops. I had to walk that one back quick, uh, fast. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Six minutes after 10 on a Monday. Um, so San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordilone, Cordil, Cordiglione, Cordiglione, uh, announced on Friday that Nancy Nanners Pelosi uh, cannot receive the Holy Communion. 
due to her pro, uh, pro-abortion uh, stance and statements. And, you know, he actually went so far as to, you know, really kind of single her out also as a Catholic politician, a, a Catholic leader in the public eye, a Catholic legislator who supports procured abortion after knowing the teaching of the church commits a manifestly grave sin, which is a cause of most serious scandal to others. Therefore, universal church law provides that such persons are not to be admitted to Holy Communion. This is a letter uh, uh, that he sent out to the uh, to the diocese, I imagine. So she's being banned uh, from receiving communion at Mass. And, uh, you know, just, uh, just going to give you a little background. Uh, Pelosi has, you know, really been kind of a weirdo when it comes to being a Catholic and, being, and, and, and supporting a, a woman's right to choose. Uh, over the years, uh, she, she tries to sort of jibe her Catholic faith with, you know, I guess what she would describe as a woman's right or, or woman's right to health care. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. In 2008, uh, she claimed as a devout practicing Catholic, the church has not been able to make the definition of when life begins. A remark that brought a slew of criticism from a number of top U.S. bishops. This is, I'm reading from this Fox News article. It said it shouldn't have an impact on the woman's right to choose. Although she did say in 2008, and this you can't say nowadays, she said that uh, that abortion should be rare. Uh, And she continues to claim that somehow her pro-choice stance, again, uh, runs uh, right next to her Catholic faith. This topic really gets me burned up in cases you didn't notice, because, again, I'm very Catholic. She's very Catholic, Chris. She's very Catholic. Devout, practicing, all of that. (laughs) Uh, They would like to throw me out, but I'm not going to because I don't want to make their day. That was earlier in the month. Uh, Nonetheless, uh, she has been been denied uh, the the ability to... uh, She's going to be refused. She's banned from the Eucharist. And I, you know... Although the Pope is probably going to disagree with this, I don't know, because I guess he had said last year that he himself has never refused the Eucharist to anyone. Uh, We'll see how that plays out. But you know what? People like Pelosi, and I agree with the Archbishop that specifically, you know, moreover, I just said moreover, as a Catholic leader, as somebody who trots out her religion whenever she thinks it'll help her politically, Okay, the fact is, baby, you don't get to be a Catholic and also be a political leader who advocates abortion. Okay, the Catholic Church is like any other organization or faith or denomination or club, if you will, and they have their own certain rules, right? Can't be both. Then you know that's just the way it is. And I'm not a Catholic. I'm non-denominational. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not uh, a member of any denomination. I attend the, the Church of Sean on a regular basis. But if you're a Catholic and you, you espouse, especially a Catholic politician, and you espouse support of abortion, well, how does that work? That's a question Biden doesn't like to answer. 
Of course, Biden's a lying scumbag. He's changed his stance on abortion over the years, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Now, as a practicing Catholic, he he believes that a, an abortion is a fundamental right of a woman. It's a fundamental right now. And uh, I'm not even getting into where I stand on abortion, to be honest with you, because this is about Catholics. So if you're a Catholic, you know, it's uh, pretty hard to claim you're, you're a Catholic and also support abortion when it's fairly unambiguous as to how the church feels about about abortion. But yet politicians get away with it every single stinking day. But again, most politicians only bring out their faith or so-called faith when they think it's going to help them in some regard. Listening to Nancy Pelosi ramble on about her freaking faith is is something that'll make you sick to your stomach. Make you barf. Remember when she was rambling several years ago? Isn't the word beautiful? I just love the word. Like the entire freaking Bible is just one word, you know, the way she made it sound. The word is great. It's so fleshy. You know, at communion, <laughs> they give you wine. They give you a little wine with the, the Eucharist. You know, I'm very, very Catholic, and I take offense that I won't be able to participate in the Eucharist. Because the word is so fleshy and beautiful. I'm going to go buy my own damn wine. You know. Yeah, I I can't stomach listening to her or Biden talk about their Catholic faith. It's, you know, going to barf. And lest, uh, let's not forget, uh, Chris and I, our favorite example of someone who is absolutely, a politician who is absolutely full of crap about their faith. Chris, you already know where I'm going with this. Barack Obama at a national prayer, national day of prayer back during his uh, presidency. Really? <laughs> Remember what the good book says. Peace, peace be with you and also with you. Peace be with you and also with you. I'm surprised he didn't say response. Peace be with you, response, and also with you. It's like, you're, you're on top of scripture, aren't you, buddy? Isn't the word just wonderful? It's so f- fleshy. The word is flesh, you know. Flesh and wine. That's what the Eucharist is. And now they're saying I can't eat the body of Jesus at the Eucharist because of my, my, I might believe that women deserve health care. You know, sit down and shut up, man. Sit down and shut up. Two, am I being too harsh? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me know what you're thinking. What else do I have here to talk about with you? Well, technically today Roe v. Wade could be overturned, but it's probably not likely. Uh, the Supreme Court usually uh, puts out their opinions on Monday. We're getting down to the time of their uh, the end of the the session, uh, and most people including me, don't think they're going to be overturning Roe v. Wade today, but probably in a few weeks when they're done for the summer, then they can get the hell out of here, as Trey said. But, man, when that, speaking of abortion, when that happens, if, if it does happen, and Roe v. Wade and this, these other decisions truly get overturned and, and abortion goes back to the states, there will be some crazy-ass liberal chicks destroying this country. There's going to be fires in the streets, man. 
It's gonna be. It's gonna be. They're gonna. They are. They're gonna go nuts. Only it won't be Black Lives Matter. It'll be chick with plastic vaginas on their heads, who are like setting crap on fire. You know what I mean? And wearing their Handmaid's Tale robes. These are mostly peaceful protests, you know, as they're burning the Supreme Court down to the ground. Uh, summer of rage on the way. But again, they, they could possibly today, but it's not likely they will today. Uh, what else do I have here I want to talk to you about? Oh, Def Leppard's got a new record coming out. I heard Don Morgan reporting on this. Def freaking Leppard. Can I be honest with you? I hate Def Leppard. I can't stand Def Leppard. Def freaking Leopard. How old are those guys? They gotta be in their, pushing their late sixties, early seventies, aren't they, Chris, at least? Def Leopard. Oh boy. Yeah, can't wait to hear their latest offering. Oh, the poetry. I just, I, I, I never was into those late eighties hair bands. You know, Kurt saved us all with Nirvana, but man, before you get to the end of the eighties, you got Def Leopard. Matley Crew. Uh, you know, Warrant, all those, oh, God, I hated that stuff. I'm hot, sticky, sweet, from my hands to my feet. Did I get it wrong? From my head to my feet. Well, no, it's their hands now, because they can't reach the, they can't get the sticky sweet up there. It's too far to go. And plus, there's nothing to hold it there. They're they're all bald now. Def Leppard. That was one of my favorite jokes. What? One has nine arms and sucks. Oh, God. See how you are? That's horrible. Hey, why is the drum track in mono? I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That was really horrible. That was really bad. 210-599-5555. Let's take a little reiki, reiki, reiki. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, man, we're back. Uh, 23 minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. Watching uh, the White House trying to clean up uh, Joe Biden's mess with his Taiwan thingy. Saying we would militarily, you know, defend Taiwan. If China were to, you know, make a move, and that's a bozo no-no, so the uh, the, the White House would come back and say, oh, what, what he means is it's always been our policy to supply Taiwan with the military means to defend themselves. In other words, we cut them a check. Because you don't want to piss off China. You know, don't piss them off. It's just fa- isn't it fascinating how just how often th- this administration has to has to walk back the president's own words. It's embarrassing. It really is. I want to talk about something else here briefly. This is an interesting story. Again, I saw on Fox because I'm a Nazi, right? Because I, I I read Fox Fox News because I'm a Nazi. Buck Angel. Uh, that now that's a name, man. Buck Angel. Buck Angel is a 59-year-old transsexual man, which means he used to be a chick. He began uh, his gender transition 30 years ago. And he's something of a activist and iconic figure in that community. 
uh, at least he used to be. And uh, he says now, uh, you know, they're pushing this on kids. He said, uh, you know, in my time, you know, when I was younger, the 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 process of transitioning. In other words, if you're if you're a female and you want to uh, become a dude or what have you, or vice versa. Uh, it was a very long and involved process. It wasn't something that just you could start getting rocking and rolling pretty quickly, you know. Now it's, they're just pulling out the scissors. And uh, he said, you know, it was it was a process that, uh, you know, you you really really first off, no kids, you had to be an adult. And uh, he says that uh, bringing the kids into this is indoctrination. Quote, now we have trans with no gender dysphoria, no need for mental health care, self-ID, affirmation therapy. He said he's a huge advocate for mental health care, but he says to Fox News that this says to me on some level some form of indoctrination. He's talking about kids. Because that's what it is. Uh, because, uh, you know, when it comes to kids, they're, they, they want to talk to kids as young as five years of age, right? About this gender stuff. And that's, it's, it's child abuse. And so here you have, and I guess he's being canceled. Buck Angel is being canceled, uh, out of the, uh, the trans community for daring to be critical of current ideas concerning you know, gender therapy and all that stuff. So he, he's now, they say he's, I'm being told I'm old and antiquated. Hey, Buck, that's great. There's nothing wrong with being old and antiquated. So am I. I revel in it, man. Chris, isn't that like just the coolest name? Wouldn't you like, I mean, Buck Angel? I mean, then it, I think he was a porn star at some point. That's a, that's a straight up porn star name, man. Wouldn't that be a great, like, radio name? It's Buck Angel in the evening. It's Buck Angel in your PM. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to pick on the guy, but could you get a gayer name? That's just, man, it's Buck Angel. Oh, God. And if you look up an image of him, well, the the image of Buck Angel on, on this article, he looks like the, the what's the guy, what's his name, the cable guy? Okay, I, just, I forgot the first name. Larry? Larry, the, he looks like Larry the Cable Guy, and it's a woman, man, named Buck Angel. But I, th- I think it's cool that you got folks from that community. And, you know, I've heard other people say the same thing. We saw, um, oh, uh, Eddie Izzard uh, a, a couple of years ago at Majestic the Majestic Theater, and you can't, he's a tranny, man. He's, he's wearing the black fishnets. Yeah, he's living the life. He's a comedian, been around for a long time, and also an actor. And he was those guys. One of those guys came out and said, "No, the the, the, the pronoun thing is ridiculous. You're 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 hurting the community with this kind of thing." And this is what Buck Angel is saying too. And I agree. His partner Axel. <laughs> what? What do you say? God, that's a, that'd be such a cool radio name. What? Axel Unicorn. Axel Unicorn. Buck Angel. That's just, it's the Buck Angel Show. Taking your calls, 210-599-5555. You know, Rod, I listen to the Buck Angel Show every day. I like Buck Angel. Anyway, uh, 210-599-5555. Give me a call if you think I'm sick or weird or, you know, you're offended by anything I'm saying. It's 
Go ahead. Give me a call and tell me how much I suck. It's fine. Hey, if you want to email me and tell me I suck, that's Sean at KTSA.com. I haven't been getting as many hate mail letters recently, and I'd like to up that the, the quotient there a bit. If you hate my stinking guts, if you just despise me and you think I suck, please send me an email, Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com, okay? Uh, 210-599-5555. It is Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Happy Stinking Monday. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I've got the latest news on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. This is breaking news. It's breaking, stinking news. Uh, let's see. The uh, Daily Mail is reporting because they, 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 another part of the trial has begun. God, this thing has been going on for how long? Weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, and they've begun hearing testimony today. Uh, they have a, a hand doctor. That's right. I said a hand doctor. Well, he's an orthopedic surgeon based in North Carolina who specializes in hand surgery. Hands are his thing. All right. He deals with hands, Dr. Moore, and he's working for her defense team. Uh, he, this is from the uh, from the Daily Mail. He, Dr. Moore said that during his 25-year career, he had operated on finger injuries like depths after his fight with Heard in Australia hundreds of times, quote, hundreds of times. This happened in March 2015. Uh, when allegedly Johnny Depp's fingers were sliced, his fingertips got sliced off, and she chucked a vodka bottle at him. But Dr. Moore says that it's inconsistent with the evidence, uh, that uh, his finger was sliced off with the bottle is not consistent with the evidence. said it's not consistent with what we're seeing, uh, you know, what I've seen in these kinds of injuries. She claims, I guess, he did it with a phone or something. Did it to himself. Uh, so that's the again. Apparently, when this guy was testifying, Johnny was like, you know, shaking his head and laughing. It's all very bizarre. There was another uh, a cool aspect of this story, though, and, and this is, you know, he's a beautiful mess. He just is, man. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Johnny Depp is a beautiful mess. And I don't know if you saw the video over the weekend where I guess he's he's in his SUV with his entourage and. Uh, they're rolling outside of the courtyard or courthouse and, uh, in, in Fairfax. And there's a bunch of Johnny Depp fans there and they start yelling to him, you know, we love you, Johnny. You'll always be Jack Sparrow to me. And he, he stuck his head out the window of the car and goes into the Jack Sparrow accent, which I cannot do and I'm not going to attempt to do. And it was like really everybody's always cheering and stuff. I think he does all right out of this thing. I, I don't think he's going to get any money, and I don't think she's going to get any money. You know what I mean? He he may get court costs. I don't know. He bought them all Mexican pizzas. Mexican pizzas? Mexican pizzas? Why would he do that? Why? Because they're fans. Of Mexican pizzas? Or the fans of Johnny's? Oh, the Mexican pizzas coming back at Taco Bell? Is that what you meant? You're saying he's cheap? <laughs> I 
I, you know, I'm sick of seeing him in the, in the damn suit, though. He it just looks it doesn't look right on Johnny to be in a suit, does it? Does that look re, re, natural to you, Johnny Depp walking around in a freaking suit? It just doesn't look right. Now I know he's got to wear it for the you know the proceedings, but it just doesn't. Johnny Depp in a suit just doesn't look right. And I reiterate a position I I I, I, I took on Friday. That they they've definitely dropped him from the pirate movies. I guess they're going to make two more, and they've got some woman, some chick who's going to be uh, uh, playing the lead character in the next two movies. And I said on Friday, and I still stand by my statements: a chick can't be a pirate. It's just not right. It ain't right. A chick can't be a can't. You cannot have a chick pirate lead. There, I'll, I'll be even more specific. You could have a side character who's a chick and who's a pirate. All right, and like Chris pointed out to me on Friday off the air, because I I barely remember any of these movies, that the one w- chick who was a villain turned into like a big sea monster chick, like she's like ninety feet tall. Calypso. Calypso. Okay, well you can be Calypso. So you can be that kind of a villain and a pirate, but you can't be a chick and a pirate, man. You know why? Because there weren't no chick pirates back then. They didn't have chick. Nothing against chicks, nothing against pirates. I'm just saying they didn't have chick pirates back then. How many women do you think were, you know, the captain of a boat, a ship, a seafaring vessel back in them dark days? Don shaking his. I mean, seriously, man. Are you still upset about the well, whole I'm prospect just, I'm, that perhaps a pirate ship captain is going to be a female? But that's it's it's I'm you know. It's no, you're going to hate me for this, but it's no more believable than Will Smith playing a federal agent in the 1890s. Okay? Uh, there, there were no chick pirates. He wasn't Blackbeard. You, you know, know it's, it's just a movie. It's, yeah, but it's, it's no, still... The, the, who I, wants to see a chick pirate movie? I don't think any of these Pirates of the Caribbean movies are heavily based on factual information. Well, this is true. You know, But still... I just think they're weird. I can't even follow the plots of these movies. I saw the first one, and I like the first one, and then the rest of them I just like, no, oh, yeah. Right. Was Johnny doing his Johnny Depp thing. Yeah. You know, I'd say here, I just saw the first one, then I, I watched Check out. Yeah, the first one was, was good, you right. know, but you know, as often as the case with sequels, especially from Disney, um, it, it they should just call Pirates of the Caribbean beating a dead horse, <laughs> because that's what they do with no, every no. single one of these. They're going to reboot it, and she's going to be like a lesbian or something. You know what I mean? They got Because now Disney's all woke. They're losing an extraordinary amount of money right now because of this woke stuff. So when I heard that they're going to have that Roby chick play the uh, play the, the pirate in the next one, Dorrance is kind of bracing for the fact that she's either going to be trans or she's going to be a lesbian. You know, it's got to be woke. It's woke Disney now. And woke is is bad for business. I don't know if you guys are starting to pick up pick up on this at some point, but woke is bad for business. Nobody's going to want to watch a lesbian pirate movie. There, I said it. No one's going to want want to watch a lesbian pirate movie from woke. You know, it'd probably be preachy and stuff. You know, it's okay to be a lesbian. You know, me, me hearties. Well, maybe she won't be a complete lesbian. What do you mean? She'll be like a train? She could be a pirate. A pirate. A pirate. <laughs> I'm a pirate. Okay. 
I can steal your booty or smag it, you know. <laughs> or both. Or both, because I'm a pirate, <laughs> And it's okay to be a pirate. You know, I mean, yeah, they, that's what that's what that would be par for the course for Disney right now, wouldn't it? And a freaking trans lesbian, trans lesbonic pirate, you know, some pirate, you know, and you, right? You get Demi Lovato to play the girlfriend, call each other they and them. Are come here, me hearties, you know. It's just one. It's just to me. There's a yo ho ho and a tee hee hee and a tee hee hee. <laughs> Yo ho ho! Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that suck? A woke freaking lesbian pirate movie from Disney. Oh boy, two one zero five. Well, it depends on how far they go. I guess some people might enjoy it. Some people might. <laughs> Are they Swedish? <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember the eighties. <laughs> Saw a lot of Swedish pirate flicks back then Ugh. with lesbians in them. What was the one with, uh, maybe it wasn't a pirate movie, Gina Davis? Oh, yeah. The movie sucked. You know why? Because she was a chick pirate. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Piece of crap movie. Right. I don't, chick what, pirate. What, what the heck was the name See, of that See, you can't remember because it was a bad movie. It was Cutthroat something. It's Cutthroat Island. Or Island, right. Yeah. Cutthroat Jetty or Cutthroat right. Small Island in the Mediterranean. Or yeah. Cutthroat and Butter. I don't know. Two ones. <laughs> <laughs> Should have called it Cut Rate. Cut Rate Island. With Gina Davis is a freaking pirate. Nobody wants to see because nobody wants to see a chick pirate. There you go. Let's take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Tony Yaminski, former KTSA host. Wishing everybody a happy 100th anniversary to one of the greatest stations in the history of San Antonio Radio. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Sean, final few moments of the show. Final few moments. 210-599-5555. President Zelensky out of the Ukraine said uh, over the weekend, and he said this before, that we're heading towards a global food crisis. With it. One thing we can, I mean, food prices in this country are, are on the rise because of everything else that's happening and because of the Biden policies and uh, the, the chain of supply stuff and diesel cost of diesel stuff. But we do also have a looming food crisis global food crisis when you look at how much of the world's grain right comes out of russia and ukraine out of an area that uh, you know is uh, pretty much uh, it's ukraine and russia uh, it's a border area that they kind of share this this area where all this grain comes from and uh you know they're they're duking it out over uh over that uh, that patch of ground and zelensky's like you know we're 10 weeks away because there's no grain being sent out there's no grain being exported so we're about 10 weeks away from a global food disaster and uh you know i i, I believe it <laughs> we're not really talking about ukraine much anymore are we you notice that we're talking about roe v wade we're talking about abortion Talking about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Uh, yeah, certainly, we're talking about the economy because gas is, uh, you know, I, it's uh, I, what would I pay like four forty or some something like that. Paid a hundred bucks for uh, to fill up both of our vehicles, our vehiculars over the weekend. 
So it's cutting into everybody's budget. And, again, the price of everything else is going up along with the uh, price of gas going up. we got this baby formula thing going on, a, a crisis created by the White House, now solved by the White House apparently by having shipments of formula coming on in, uh, coming in from, from Germany on pallets. And we're supposed to act like, oh, thank you, Mr. President. Yay, thank you. Right? But if you look at what's going on in Ukraine, yeah, we, we just, there's a we could really be in a a, a situation with this uh, with this with the grain production uh, out of that part of the world. I'm not trying to freak you out on a Monday. <laughs> Chris just shrieked in my headphones. I'm freaking him out. Good, you know, it's just on top of everything else. These are just very strange, strange times. And but we're supposed to worry about the monkeypox, right? That's that's what they want you to think about the monkeypox. A pox on the monkeypox. You know, and I, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of a silly dude, and I spend most of my time being ridiculous. But um, this really is a time, and we we've talked about this on Where and Rima before, where I think mo- we have to really plug back into the spirituality of things and and plug back into our faith. And pray, frankly, just freaking pray. I know I just said freaking pray, but I'm I'm trying to emphasize the word pray. Because uh, I think we're coming up on a time on a time when you really need to know what it is you believe. And I I think if there's uh, if there's light at the end of this tunnel, because some days you just think it's never going to end, right? It's just one catastrophe after another, one bad situation after another. You you just got to keep your faith. You got to keep talking to God. Got to keep talking to Jesus. I'm being serious. You know, this is something I've learned over the past few months. Uh, I know that the the more I connect with my faith and my spirituality, the less stuff bothers me. I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. The less I'm I'm troubled, the less I'm stressed. Because the more you plug into your to your spiritual life, the more you realize that worrying and stressing out really doesn't accomplish anything. I mean, that's biblical. Look at Matthew, I believe, that, uh, you know, why worry? It's not going to extend your life by one hour. And I think that's really what we need to do. That's what we all need to do. Now, many of you are already there, and you're, you've never uh, departed from your spiritual life, or your faith existence, your faith life, you know. But for some of us who come and go, and, and, and it gets kind of thin on occasion, right? Got to plug yourself back in, man. Got to plug yourself back into the Jesus. That's why I wear all these Jesus shirts. That's something when I was when I was in the hospital and I was buying crap on Amazon. Remember, I bought a pulpit. I bought me a crap load of Jesus shirts. I got Jesus shirts I wear. You know, I got little Jesus rubber uh, rubber bracelets I wear. I wear Jesus rubber bracelets. I got Jesus on my hats. And you know, Chris is not in his head. You know that. And apart from the narcotics that caused me to buy all this stuff on Amazon, to a certain extent, I'm kidding. Not really. It's not for you all. It's not for people looking at me, right? It's to remind myself. It's it's spiritual armor. My rubber Jesus bracelets and all my my Jesus T-shirts and my God hats and my cross rings. It's my spiritual armor. It's to remind me what's important. And right now, what's important is prayer. Prayer! Because that's what's going to see you through all this weirdness. 
no matter how weird it gets. And it looks like it's going to get even more weird before everything is uh, said and done. So there's my there's my spiritual advice for the moment. Just keep on praying, man. Just keep on praying. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love and don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow on News Talk 550 KTSA. Bye.